Welcome to Godmode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. And no matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 26. In this episode, we're going to talk about our impressions of the Resident Evil 2 remake, tons of controversy regarding Bungie, Activision, and the future of Destiny, Gearbox gets in the most bizarre PR scandal of all time, The Division 2 teams up with Epic, the Switch 2019 revision, we're going to play darts with what DC Comics game is getting made next. Devolver gives the best customer service ever. Fallout 76 gives maybe the worst customer service ever. And we get an alien game that nobody wants. Matt, play us out. To play us out? What do you mean to play us out? Episode 26. We've got a lot of really exciting and controversial news this week, so don't forget to check out our G Fuel Starter Kit giveaway on player.gg and let's jump right in. So, we did our most anticipated games of the year last episode. And Resident Evil 2, the remake, made both of our lists. Very high, very high up. So, if you didn't know, a demo came out this week. You only get one chance to play it. It's called the One Shot Demo. It's on Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam, so basically no matter where you are, unless you're Epic Game Store exclusive gamer, I guess. Or a you Switch. Can, yeah, or a Switch, yeah, Switch I guess you're out of luck. Or game, if you're still playing a Game Boy Advance, you're done, No streaming here. But, the demo is out, we've both played it, I think there's a lot to talk about about it. Why don't yeah. you start, because you well, placed it as number two, so yeah. you, you take well, it Well, I mean, I didn't even get all the way through the demo, because no? I texted you. My demo, my demo. I'm not sure where in the demo I, it ended, really, but I assume it was almost the end anyway. Um, do you want to share spoilers? Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Okay. Well, I, I got to the part Spoiler where. Spoiler warning. I got to the part where you you find the guy, um, the police officer. He's sort of like sitting up, um, you know, up against the wall, and and uh, you check his face, and his face is like gashed oh, open. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the helicopter, um, you know, radioing in. Yeah. Uh, I think that's like two-thirds, three-quarters of the way yeah, through. Yeah, I, I figured it probably was pretty close to the end, because I've been playing for about, I don't know, 15 minutes yeah. by then. So, uh, I finished it in 22 minutes. Yeah, so. yeah. So, uh, you know, from what I played before it crashed, uh, I mean, first of all, let me just say, I wasn't blown away by the graphics like I yeah. thought I was going to be. You know, when I was watching the trailers, I, I was like, oh, that looks so good. Well, what we saw in the demo was all interior. Yeah. And I think that once you step outside, yeah. that's maybe when the graphics are going to shine. When you're out in the city itself. Yeah. Not just in the police station. So, you know, I mean, I was I was a little bit disappointed that I wasn't completely blown away. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad looking game by yeah. any, any measure, but I was a little disappointed that I wasn't blown away by the graphics you played it on xbox yeah xbox x, One x. Yep. okay yep i played at uh 1440p with the free sync and all that um so i wasn't quite blown away with the graphics um the gameplay you know it's it's pretty much re4 yeah in, in re2 uh so i wasn't blown away with the graphics but the gameplay pretty good yeah pretty excited i felt I felt I feel better about it now than I did before because you were super excited about it already. I was like excited but not. Yeah. I was like, "Ah, eh, yeah, it looks good, whatever." So, I thought 
mean, graphically, I did think it was impressive. Like, I wasn't blown away. I, I played it on PC, and my PC's pretty strong. So, yeah. uh, I played it on PC with a controller. I didn't want to play it with mouse and keyboard. Um, oh, you're going PC only? No, I just... You're, you've gone the master race? I, rec- I recorded my gameplay footage for a YouTube video. Oh, That's okay. why I did it. Uh, I might take this audio and put it over the gameplay footage and put it on Yeah, YouTube. maybe I should play it on Steam so that way I can... You get another shot. Yeah, well, that's what, If you own all the consoles, you can go play it on PS4, <laughs> you can go play it on PC. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to play on PS4. What I, I liked about it is that it... Hey, I've really felt the attention to detail was really good. Yeah. Um, I, there was a lot... It felt like that old school... Like... You gotta remember this key goes to this door kind of thing. Like you gotta look at the door. Remember, all oh, this one's got a little clover symbol over it. So when I find a key with a clover on it, this is the door I gotta go back yep. to because it's yep. locked. So there's that. But then the storytelling and the writing and the the presentation, the production value, they didn't cheap out, which no. I, was, I was very happy about. Because with a remake, you never know what they're gonna do. Are they gonna try to stay close to the original? Are they gonna kind of next genify it? And they definitely did. Like, Leon drops F-bombs when things scare him. And, like, it felt very, like, naturally scary. RE7 yes. was the same way. In fact, I was going to, I was just about to jump in there and say that, is that, um, you know, I lost my train of thought before. But the one of my biggest takeaways was the, the atmosphere yeah. in this game is second to none in the, in the entire series, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, the atmosphere, the music, the, um, the sound effects... And you know the the visuals, including like the use of shadows. You yeah, know, that that flashlight. When, I was oh, gonna say when you step so in, when you step into like a long. There's a couple like long, dark hallways where the lights are off. Do we lose it? No. Okay. We're good. When you step into that and you click on your flashlight and you look down the hall and you see all the stuff tipped over, like you just get this like sinking feeling. Oh no! I I gotta go through here, you know, like, and you get this feeling like you gotta check every corner that you go around because there might be something there. Like, a lot of games you just kind of run. You're trying to get to point A to point B. This you kind of like more slowly walk through. And uh, I I have heard a lot of people complaining, and I can kind of see it. It didn't bother me so much that some of the zombies will take like seven, eight headshots to kill. Yeah, and and I wonder if that's that I wonder if that's aim. because of the demo. Maybe. Um, it's not that hard to aim. So I heard a lot of people complaining about it. I never got super low on ammo. So I really don't have a complaint. Yeah. Like, I never got overwhelmed with zombies either. It's an early segment of the game. Maybe later in the game it might be more troublesome. Yeah. But, uh, like, I shot a zombie in the head point blank with a shotgun. And it fell over, so it didn't hurt me. But didn't kill it either. And I'm like... Zombies do not. These things are decomposing. Yeah. It's not going to take a shotgun shell to the head. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't like ruin it for me. But a lot of people were like complaining about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, I. I don't think I ever had to shoot them more than four times. I think there was one zombie yeah. I shot four times. But I know I was hitting them like right between the eyes. I really like. I noticed this. I'm glad I. I noticed this. Like I said, there's attention to detail. Yeah. I. Once you get the combat knife from the one police officer, I was cutting the zombie and I, I hit him in the arm a bunch of times and the arm literally I saw it like slowly like fall off yeah and like blood comes dripping it doesn't like shoot in like a grotesque like crappy effect way like it like yeah. very naturally like fell off and blood came out and I was just like that's awesome like yeah uh, it is gory there's no doubt they 
And when you hit a zombie anywhere in the body, a knife mark comes across them, and it stays. <clears throat> Did you, um, well, because I was rushing through it on my second time through, because I, I had a feeling that it, it allowed me to play it again, um, but it, the 30-minute timer was still on, which I thought would be the case. Yeah. And uh, so I was rushing through, and uh, that one part at the beginning where the two zombies bust through the door... I tried to run between them, and I discovered that now if two zombies are, like, near you at the same mm-hmm. time, they can tag-team you as yeah. they take you down. That's pretty cool. Which was a pretty cool, yeah. you know, new it's more realistic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they both hopped on me and took turns biting me. Yeah. And, and when I got up, I realized that, you know, where they had bit me was, like, you know, bloody. dirty yeah. and, and bloody. And uh, so, yeah, the attention to detail is just unreal now. And, you know, it's it's funny because it doesn't seem like this game was announced that long ago. But when they originally said they were remaking it, it was years ago. Yeah. And then we didn't see it until this year. Yep. So and then they were like, oh, you by the way, it's all a couple time. months. Yeah, they've really done a good job. And yeah. I'm... Where they go from here... My impressions based on the demo is that this is going to be great. So where they go from here, though... Because they've got this engine. They've got all these gameplay systems developed. Are they going to make a new Resident Evil with this same engine? Are they going to remake Resident Evil 3? You know, what are they going to do? Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people just seem to assume that they're going to remake Resident Evil 3. Yeah. I'd be a little surprised. Well, maybe not. They might just cash in. They might, yeah. But, because the thing is, they already got the city. Well, here's All the, the environments question. are the if same. If they redo Resident Evil 3, will they also redo Resident Evil 4? Well, see, that... The reason I think they might do 3 is because, like I said, the setting is exactly the same. Yeah. They don't have to rebuild the map. They can literally... Remove all the NPCs and characters. Just put Jill in, and like it. Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three are almost the same game, just yeah. with a different <clears throat> yeah scenario. Really. So it, they could put out probably a Resident Evil Three remake like a year from now if they really wanted to, because everything's already done. They just swap out. One thing I will complain about, and I keep complaining about this for every Capcom game, in my opinion. They keep destroying their characters' faces. I don't know what it is. Leon looks like very, like... And he's supposed to be younger. Yeah. But he almost has like a... And I don't mean this in a bad way. It's just... Like, he almost has like this... Like, feminine physique. Like, his his face... Like, his eyebrows... They did the same thing with Chris Redfield, Nari 7, when they brought him in. He looked really weird. Yeah. Um... I don't, and, and yeah, that was that seems to be a his a pretty... voice is very like high pitched and yeah. I know they're trying to make him like he's not the hardened. Yeah, veteran. I've seen other people complaining about the faces too. Yeah. You know, honestly, the faces don't bother me. Well, Dante, I mean, everybody just... was upset about Dante's face. No, his face, yeah, his too. face did get to me. That was that was so bad that that one did get to me. Um, you know, I mean. It's just a face. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. It's not except gonna... for Dante's. That was so bad. That's on. It's not. It's not gonna. Stop, by any means take away from the game for me I just kind of see it and I'm like yeah kind Pulls of a strange decision yeah. yeah the overall I uh I was definitely encouraged by yeah. the demo because I mean, right? it really feels like a next gen Resident Evil yeah. and really this is really the first one because we got Resident Evil 7 which is just totally different take yeah. but this is like not only is it a remake of Resident Evil 2 which is an all time classic but this feels like next gen Resident Evil so yeah. I'm pretty psyched about it 
Well, I don't. Know. I might even buy it now. I don't even know. Single player. Games. I don't even know if I would call it next gen or Evil. It, it did sort of feel like a step back. For I, I didn't think so at all compared to seven. Oh, because it's it's. So I uh, see that's. I did not I like seven. I didn't like seven. I can't really but, even count seven as like a Resident Evil. Well, that and it is one of those games I played and while I was playing it. I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And then when I finished it, I was like. Didn't sit well with you? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to look back on it with, like... I say it how there was only, like... I didn't hate it. There was only one enemy type, really. Yeah. You know, that, that, yeah. that really gets to me. Um, seems kind of lazy. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the game, pretty good. And that's what I mean with this. Like, <clears throat> where do they go from here? Because I, I have a hard time believing they're going to try to re-envision the series again so soon. They did yeah. Resident Evil 7... They've done this. I feel like they've got to use Maybe they this can do same with Code Veronica. tech. That, well, they might. Who knows? I've never played Code Veronica. But Neither did I, I. I heard, A, it's really good, and it always looked cool to me, but I never got around yeah. to playing it. So, I don't know. I, I, I was I was impressed. I liked it. Yeah. Did it fall down your most anticipated list? <sighs> uh, you know, I had mixed emotions, honestly, about the demo. Because, like I said, the you know I thought I was going to be a little more blown away yeah. graphically than I was... The gameplay was good, but I mean, to me, it just sort of felt like, you know, the old RE4, yeah. RE5, you know. So well, RE5 was terrible. So. Oh, yeah, I love RE5. <laughs> but, um, so, I don't know. It, it left me a little bit cold. I mean, RE2, I, I Resident a, Evil 2 was the first Resident I was Resident a Evil. huge classic Resident Evil fan, so, you know, I have some nostalgia for it, too. Yeah, me too. Me too. And that, and that props it up. And I mean, the game... It, like I said, it still looks gorgeous. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm Now I'm thinking maybe I won't get it day one. Oh, man. It's closer to number two on your list. I'm not even buying it's, it. It's funny, though, when you said that. And now I'm like, I when you're like, oh, I'm going to get like, it well, day one. It. I was like, like everything else, I was like, no, you know, I'm thinking maybe I won't get it day one. All right. Well, let, let's move on to the next thing. We've got some controversial things coming up, and I'm really excited to talk about these because I've been thinking about them all week. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were. Well, there's several of them. So the first one, this was like, for me, this was a true like industry-wide megaton for me. So Bungie and Activision have announced that they have split. So for those of you who don't know, which is probably nobody if you're listening to this, Bungie develops Destiny, Activision publishes it. There's been all these rumors and you know behind-the-scenes stories for years about the disagreements between these two companies. I mean, Marty O'Donnell left Bungie because before Destiny One even came out because he hated Activision's like control so really? much. Yeah, oh. that was that was the huge part I, of it. I don't I don't remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah, it's in it's in uh, Jason Schreier's book. Yeah, um, that there was a lot of people internally at Bungie. So, the whole reason the first game's story got trashed, like, three months before it came out, and they tried to rewrite it in, like, three months, because Activision told them to. Really? They they took all of Marty's music, and they started, like, taking it wow. out, and uh, they, they started putting in this other stuff without his permission. They didn't tell him. And um, so, Marty was like, I'm done. It's really, it's really impressive to me that, um, you know, Activision would tell a studio, like, Bungie... Like, hey, you know, like, this isn't good enough. You got to do it this way. You got to do it well, our way. Forget your way. You know there's what I a, mean? There's a lot to talk about here. So let's get through the basics first. Bungie and Activision 
are done. So Bungie's retaining the Destiny IP, and they're going to self-publish it going forward. Yeah. Now, I heard they got $100 million. From NetEase, that Chinese company. Oh, yeah. Okay. To become a multi... Not only are they... Are they doing Destiny, but they're going to become a multi-franchise studio with that $100 million. So, there's that piece. And this is huge, because Destiny is the biggest new IP of this generation. It's the biggest new AAA IP of this generation. I'm not counting Fortnite, because it's not a... It's a multiplayer. It's a... It's free to play. It's a whole different thing. As far as sales go, Destiny is the number one new AAA IP. So, that alone was huge I'm a big Destiny fan and I, I've read a lot about the tensions between the two companies there's even there's even more to this story I don't want to talk the whole time about this because yeah. I want you to be able to jump in but so on top of no, this no you can talk the whole time you know how I feel about Destiny so, so. <laughs> but you understand how big this story is yeah oh yeah 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 because no that's shocking that after, it happened so this happens right so now people are starting to ask well what does Activision have they've got Call of Duty and they've got Blizzard that's got, what I've been asking. They've got no other active IPs. Like a couple, a but couple now it's of even shows. A, a couple of shows ago, we were talking about Activision Blizzard, and I said, "What does Activision right. actually bring to this relationship?" But, but when you've got two of the biggest franchises in gaming, it's like, well, you've yeah. got two of the biggest franchises. Yeah. You're not deep. Well, now they just lost fifty percent of their portfolio yep. and their revenue, so their stock started. I won't say tanking, but it dropped quite a bit after this. So that happened. And then last week, you and I talked about how Activision and Blizzard CFOs had left. And there were rumors, like on the internet, that one of them had been embezzling. So a law firm, on behalf of its investors this week, hit Activision with a lawsuit and an investigation to find out the truth. Which probably means they know what happened and they're just trying to prove it. Because one of the CFOs was... Embezzling or things might really be turning for the worse for Activision. Well, that's, this was the worst. This has to be the worst week in Activision history. Oh yeah! Not only did they lose their IP, their stock went through the, I the mean, toilet. It didn't drop like fifty percent, but it dropped maybe like ten to fifteen percent more than you wanted. To. And they get hit with a lawsuit and an investigation because one of their officials might have been you know, basically stealing money. I don't know what else they'll find, but. This is just like a megaton. Like this, this is taking like yeah. a titan of the industry, and all of a sudden they just drop. Yeah, I mean, what I what I was gonna say before is, you know, I'm kind of surprised that Activision felt in a position to tell Bungie what to do. And what has Activision been famous for? I mean, Milking yeah, they stuff. have they have Call of Duty, but like the only other thing they're famous for is Tony Hawk and running Tony Hawk into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so who do they think they are that they know better than than Bungie well, here's, on what to do with their game. Here's the thing. they When they made this deal originally, pretty much everybody online was like, That's what weird. are you thinking? Because <laughs> they left Microsoft because they wanted more independence. Yeah. That, they wanted to be independent. They wanted to go in a new direction. And then they immediately signed a 10-year deal with Activision. And everybody already knew how they were. Yeah. Uh, well, Activision has Sekiro. Don't forget that. They're yep. publishing Sekiro yep. this year. I'm excited for it. Um, Please be excited. Which really surprised me. Yeah. But I lost my train of thought. There's been tensions from the beginning about this because when they initially signed that deal, they had this plan for all the releases that there were going to be. It was a 10-year plan, and there was going to be releases every so often. And this is what 
became the problem. And a lot of this, this goes back to a lot of what Destiny's problems have been. Activision's big thing is annual releases. You need to release a big $60 game every fall. Just like they do with Call of Duty. Every year, a new $60 game. Yep. And Bungie's going, no, this is a game as a service game. We need to be building this, not, you know, we need to keep evolving the same product, not releasing new sequels every year. And that's that was kind of the core of this disagreement because Activision's pushing them to no leave that behind leave that behind you got to make something new now you got to make something new now yep the other thing about this I know you don't care about Destiny but (laughs) Activision had two other developers working on Destiny oh so I'm assuming those two developers are no longer going to be working on Destiny Bungie's truly going to be on their own uh, so the next fulfilling their Destiny the next Destiny will truly be Bungie's Destiny well, yeah, it's totally on them to either nail it or fail. Yeah. At this point, they've got no excuse. Like, yeah, that'll be interesting. And the rumor is Destiny 3 is coming in 2020, but nobody knows if they're going to kind of use Destiny 2 as the base, kind of like a World of Warcraft-style expansion, or if they're going to wipe the slate clean again. But it's just, for me, this was one of the most interesting stories in a long time. Both of them a Destiny fan, but because... The ripples this is going to send through the market oh, of, yeah. of yeah. a developer basically telling a titan of the industry, F you, we don't need you. I mean, I'm more curious. I just wonder, like, what's going on through the at the Blizzard half? Like, what is is Blizzard looking over <laughs> and, like, thinking, who did we marry? Well, see, or, I had that you know, same I just thought. wonder what they're thinking. Because right Blizzard's now. in a... Blizzard's one step further in, in that they merged with Activision. Yeah. But I wonder if if there's you know a movement to get them out. Yeah, to, I was wondering to, if there's a way to decouple. I'm yeah. sure there is. You yeah. got to, probably got to buy yourself out or something. But because Bungie and Blizzard got really close, Bungie kept whenever Bungie kind of made a, a massive misstep, they would bring like all the guys from Bungie over to talk about, or from Blizzard over to talk about like what what they would do with their games as a service. Yeah, and how they serve their fans because yeah. Blizzard's like number one at that yeah so I don't I know I mean does Activision does Activision bring something on the publisher side just that, tons of money that Blizzard doesn't have like Blizzard's that, that got serves tons of Blizzard money. Blizzard's got tons of but money but do they have the expertise in like publishing I mean that is one thing the Activision one has thing that I think Activision definitely brings publishing. to the table is is mark tons of marketing money yeah because whatever franchise they touch it's all over tv it's all over everything it becomes yeah. destiny yep. is case in point oh God. they made it the yeah, biggest i saw that every they made it the constantly. biggest but they made it the biggest new ip of this gen no question yep um and that i i feel like i feel like they don't do that for blizzard though i feel like blizzard does it on their own they don't yeah. you don't see Diablo yeah. plastered all over no. TV. You don't see. You really don't even see that many Overwatch compared to like Destiny. No, no, that's what I mean. You, it's and you, I mean they really don't need to because the quality of Blizzard's <laughs> games sort of speak for themselves. They've so. got their own community that's yeah. huge. Yeah, that just follows whatever they do. I, my guess is that Activision definitely did probably put a lot of money into like Overwatch League, probably like you know ten, twenty million dollars, maybe more. Um. But yeah, it, I think a lot of people are looking at Activision right now and going, "Well, what are they gonna do? What, what have they got?" Yeah, like, I mean, could you imagine if, um, if uh, 
Blizzard did somehow leave them. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they would literally just be a um, Call, Call of Duty, Duty Call of Duty <clears throat> studio. It'll be interesting to see where both companies go from here, Activision and Bungie, yeah. and then Blizzard kind of as its. I mean, Call um, of Duty is enough to sustain them, but yeah. Still, there, there was an article that came out today. That Call of Duty brings in more annually than the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's insane. That, that is absolutely no joke. Insane. That's real. That that's that is legit. Ut- utterly insane. So let's move on to the next massive controversy. Did you hear about this Gearbox debacle? Uh, yes. Yeah, oh I have God. no idea. I mean, I started reading the details. I get very bored of details yeah. about like scandals and stuff. I well, just, let let me break this bother. down for you, and then I'll get your take on it. I want you to tell me what you think. Yeah. So Gearbox, you know, you and I have been sitting here for six months now saying, well, Borderlands 3 is going to get announced. Borderlands yeah. 3. They showed the tech for it. And they're not a company... They're a company you kind of expect to announce a new game like every other year. They're not like Team ICO where you're like, well, we might not hear from them for five years. You know, it's been a while since Gearbox has announced anything. So... Did I include Borderlands 3 on my list for no. games? Oh, no. that's true. I guess that's, they haven't that's, announced it's it It's scarcely so a real game. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Gearbox, the makers of Brother in Arms, Battleborn, um, Borderlands, I think they made or published the most recent Duke Nukem. Anyway, pretty big developer. The way this story goes is they had sued their former attorney. Their, new, their attorney is now countersuing Gearbox, and specifically their CEO, Randy Pitchford. They said that he took a, in secret, he didn't tell his staff, a $12 million bonus from Take-Two. Didn't tell, like, anybody. Didn't share the profits, whatever. But then the worst, really, that is like, okay, whatever. They'll figure that out. That's an internal problem. The worst of it is that he supposedly had this flash drive with what I'm going to call illegal, illicit imagery and video. I don't want to go into detail of what it is. <laughs> God. And on that same flash drive was, like, company secrets, let's call them. Like, games and development. Oh, that's a that's an odd combo. Games and development. And then yeah. he's got this stuff on there. So that's in, the, that's in this lawsuit that he's got, that basically he's harboring illegal stuff that needs to be put in jail, because it's against the law. Yeah. And it's disgusting. So... In response, the, this is a part that has really, like, I don't want to say turned my stomach, but Randy Pitchford went on a podcast and went on Twitter and, like, detailed the things that he said were on this flash drive in all their glory, I guess you can call it, and, and it's... Like he's talking about, I'm trying not to like yeah, I describe mean, this and like a, at this point I'm, I'm wondering to be what, what, what could possibly be on the the drive that he would be willing to share but could still be illegal. So the accusation is that it's child pornography. Oh jeez. So he goes on this podcast and on Twitter and he's describing exactly what's in these videos, like exactly to the nitty gritty, and he's saying I know the difference between a female who's illegal and legal and this girl was I don't want to get too much yeah, into is, it but yeah. the fact that he's like this is a CEO of a company like you don't handle something that way you like issue a statement and you handle it in court I don't think that 
he's doing his company and his his staff any favors by like oh oh some people will be out there and be like well he's being open about it this is great and no oh, but like like I was reading his tweets and I'm like this is not what I want from you I want yeah. video game development and yeah. I don't want to know what oh, you've got on your flash drive yeah and that is a very unusual uh, stance to take to to go on a podcast and be like yeah that's true yeah well, I swear it's okay but and, and it's not only that but he was like detailing exactly like the yeah. acts that are on there and what's happening and yeah, yeah. I mean no matter it's what happens creepy. This, like, yeah they need to get rid of this guy well he's the head of it. I mean that's uh, like I feel like his staff especially if you're a female if you're on his staff now, you're sitting there reading this stuff, and you're like... Is Gearbox a private company? Yeah, I think uh, so. Then, yeah, I guess there's really not much they can do. But, I mean, Take-Two... I don't think Take-Two owns them. Maybe they do. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Nah. I don't think they do. They work with Take-Two a lot, though. Yeah. Because Borderlands and Battleborn were both. But, I mean, Gearbox is a publisher, too. They publish so. as well, yeah. Which I don't... I don't know. I read this stuff, and I'm like, this could be the beginning is of this, the end. Is this like, um, I mean, this isn't a case of like rappers all having their own labels while being on everyone else's label. Right? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But like, I literally read this, and I was like, this could be the beginning of the end of Gearbox. Because this was just like, this is way worse than a black guy. This is like, I don't even know what this is. This is just crazy. Yeah. Like. That should have been under draw your own conclusions. Yeah, like what I mean, the hell do I don't you even say? Know what to say to that? Because yeah. I really I don't have the details, so I, I don't really want to. And, say and you know anything. what? They may take it to court, and they may be like, "Yeah, he's totally exonerated. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. This was all legal stuff." Yeah, that's uh, think what you want. That's but pretty deep. It's not against the law. Yeah, I mean, I I hope for everyone else at Gearbox, there's some way to get rid of him. Well, but that's the thing. Is like his reaction to it has been so creepy. Yeah, like. You normally would just issue this very, like, normal statement. Like, we deny the allegations. We will handle this professionally in a courtroom setting. And that's all That's all you're ever going to say. Yeah. Because now... Ugh, yeah. Like, I don't want to buy one of their games. Jeez. Like, I know. I really don't. And I feel bad for all, everyone else that's working there that's, you know, honest and on the up and up. And, I, and I'm by no means prude. Like, I know, I know exactly what the internet is <laughs> capable of. <laughs> But just the way he's acted is yeah, just really that is disgusted me. Let's move on because I'm yeah. disgusted. But please just put out Borderlands Three. <laughs> I, I don't know at this point. So we've been we've been following this epic game store. How aggressive! It seems like every yeah. podcast we have new things to talk about from what Epic is doing to send waves through the industry. So this week, they signed The Division 2. On PC, The Division 2 is Epic Game Store exclusive. Huge game. Yeah. What's your reaction to that? Before we get into the rest... <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Every single week. Every single week we have this podcast, it seems like we're saying, this game just announced Epic Store exclusive. Or this game, Epic Store exclusive. You know, I mean, they even got a game that we thought was exclusive to Microsoft, <laughs> Epic Store exclusive. I mean, it's unreal the reach. If you're Steam right now, if you're Valve, what do you what do you think they're honestly feeling? Do you think they're feeling pressure? Um, do you think they're worried? 
Maybe a little bit. The Division 2 is a franchise that sold tens of millions of Maybe copies. Maybe a little bit. Well, see, the thing is, is um, people want all their games in one place. And, and Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. You, you continue in a second. But So this is a Tom Clancy game. So the next question is, well, does Rainbow Six, does Ghost Recon, does... Yeah. You know, well, do they I mean, follow? We're, we're probably not going to see another Rainbow Six for a while. But five years down the road... Well, we'll have to see where Epic Game Stores, where the Epic right, Game right. Store is. Right, right. But if I'm Steam, I'm looking at that and I'm like calling up Ubisoft and I'm going, "Hey, you guys okay? Like we could." Yeah. <laughs> you need a you need a few more percentage uh, yeah. this year. Right. That's what I mean. Like I'm sure that'll eventually happen. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, you know, up at a couple percentage. Maybe not match Epic, but they. I mean, they really don't need to match Epic because, like I was saying, it. Part of the issue for Epic is that people want to have all their games in one spot. They yeah. don't want to switch between them. You know, I tried that for a little while with Origin mm-hmm. and, and Steam, and I just didn't want to get on Origin because all my games are in Steam. You know, and I, I think it'll be the same thing here, where Epic still has the issue that most everyone's games, the vast majority of them, are on on Steam, and they're not going to leave that behind. And they're not really going to want to switch back and forth constantly. But if you want to buy the Division Two on PC, that's only you really have no choice. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's the same. It's the same thing you can't with argue EA with games on PC. Though. They're cutting off the supply. Yeah, and from what I've heard, um, people that have used the Epic Game Store, they said that it's nowhere near Steam in terms of the of the community and the no, uh, no. The people services. are using the Steam forums to discuss. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Game Store games. Yeah. So. Until that's rectified, I mean, there's no way that Epic can be, or can supplant Steam. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. And yeah, obviously they can build this stuff in the future, but, you know, right now Steam doesn't have too much to worry about. As long as, you know, Valve gets on it and makes sure yeah. that they always have something over Epic. I have a feeling they'll go, so Epic's offering 88%. I don't think Steam's going to go 88 I think, because Discord went 90 I think Steam will just maybe. I think they're seventy right now. I think I think Epic Steam will probably go like eighty. I don't think they need to go full eighty-eight, full ninety. I think they'll just go. They'll say yep, and I think for most developers that will be enough. Yeah. They'll they'll say okay, yep, that's where all the players and this, are. And this this stuff has to be costing Epic, right? I mean, oh, they're definitely paying money. Epic slash Tencent. Well, I don't know, cause see the thing is, there's no way that they're making profits here. Well. I don't know because they're offering. I mean, you're a developer. You're looking at right now eighteen percent more. So you're. It's, would you if you've got to choose between buying a game at Walmart.com and BestBuy.com, and it's eighteen percent cheaper on the one? Well, that's where you're that's gonna where you're go. Buy, yeah. But so, I mean, in terms of Epic, though, uh, is Epic making money on this? Do you think? Well, they're, they're, making, be, they're making twelve percent. I mean, on every game to get that them they exclusive, sell. they have to be handing you know Ubisoft money. They might, but they might not because they're, they're, not hand, they're these, handing them eighteen percent more than Valve is. Yeah, but by default. And yeah, when but, you're selling three million copies at sixty dollars, that eighteen percent. But if they put the game on Steam, they're going to sell way more than eighteen percent. I don't think so. I don't think because. You're, if you're buying the Division 2, you're just buying the Division 2. Yeah. You don't... I don't... It's not like... 
if you're buying the Division 2 on PC, it's not like Xbox and PlayStation where, you know, a lot of people have to decide one or the other. You know, like, I can only get the games on this platform. PC's wide open. Now, everybody who's got a PC can buy this game. They'll buy it wherever. Yeah. They don't care. Other than people just wanting their games to be in one place for convenience. Yeah. And it is getting annoying because I played games this week on, like, five different launchers. Yeah. And it's all... It's just, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but it is kind of annoying to have to open up every launcher, make sure it's updated, make sure, you know, all that crap. It makes me so glad that, I mean, this is sort of tangential, but it makes me so glad that the movies have figured it out that, you know, you should have, if you buy it on one, you get it on all of them, yeah. all of these services. So I'm hopeful that, you know, everything else will go that way. It, I'm a little doubtful. Isn't it funny that a lot of us, I don't know, let's take it back five years, we thought we were headed for like a one console future. Yeah. And now we're going to the complete opposite direction. Now yeah. it's like wide open. Yeah. We've got stuff coming out the yin-yang. Yeah. Well, it's going to be funny though because like you'll be able to play anything on one system eventually. You know I mean? Like you'll be able to get an Apple TV and you'll be able to play any game you want. But you'll also have to deal with... 50 million services so even though you do have the one console it's going to have 50 million you know well let's break into this next piece of epic news which was mind-boggling to me epic is trying to get the epic game store on android and ios so they're taking android who makes you know whatever 30 percent or whatever on all the games sold on the play store yeah and they're saying, well, we're going to make you put our store on there and take your money away. Well, they might get it on Android because Android... Apple says open. it's against terms of service. It'll be a cold day in hell before it ever happens. They say Apple. they're working on it'll it. It'll be a cold day in... It'll you never, think Apple ever, will never do it? No, never. It'll be a cold day in hell. I think you're right. Uh, Android, they might be able to do it simply because of the openness if of I w- If I was Google, I'd be sitting there saying, well, we're going to change three words in our policy to make this illegal. I would not allow I, I don't, it. I don't know if they can. I don't know if I don't know if Google can really do much about it. I don't it know because it's the same thing with like. There's um, got to be something they can put in their terms of service or something that can just, just. They got they got Fortnite around the Google Store, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I I don't see why they can't get their entire store around the Google Store. But but yeah, it's like Google. To Play. me, to me, it's like I'm 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 running Ryan's dollar store. Yeah. And then you walk in, you're and you're in my store selling hot dogs. Yeah, it's like no, you're buying my hot dogs. Get the hell out! Well, you can't, of, you can't sell your hot dogs. It's like in Windows, here. though. I mean, Epic runs on Windows, which is Microsoft. Yeah, but stuff, so. but Windows is meant. That's it's, that's the idea. It's to be an operating system. Whereas yeah, Android, well, that's what Android is too, though. Right, but Windows isn't like offering you. It's really the same thing. But that's that's why that's why the only one that'll be different is Apple because Apple says because Apple controls their entire yeah. system end to end yeah so they get final say on what what's on there and what yeah. isn't you know yeah. like everything has to go right. through the Apple right. store and there's no way and for this very reason there is no way they're going <laughs> to give that up they Epic did say that Apple told them no yeah and Apple but they said they're talking them. to them they're talking They'll, to them unless Epic you know. Gives them a super sweetheart deal. Which they don't need it, though. Yeah, Apple they don't need, need it. it. Yeah, so, I mean, 
yeah, it's hard to imagine any scenario where Apple would. There's just so surrender. much. There's so much weird stuff happening in the industry right now. There yeah. really is. Like, yeah. it's become a free for all. Like, yeah. there used to be these like nice, like nicely divided lanes. You know, like well, yeah. Here's the Nintendo fans. Here's the Sony fans. Well, it's the... like I've been saying. And though. now it's just like it's a brawl. I mean, do you remember? I think it was last week on last week's show. I said, you know, Apple and Google will get into gaming, but not in the yeah, way yeah. people think. Yeah. Well, I think the reason we're seeing this brawl is because there's a convergence of technologies and stuff. And so it's it's sort of becoming the Wild West again. And there's going to be a new a new order, a new establishment. That comes out and of it. And so now you're seeing, like, the battle being fought yeah. to, you know, for supremacy in that new, the new order. And uh, so that's what's going on right now, I think. All right. So let's move on to this next bit, which isn't nearly as casting a wide net as the these last few news pieces. So Razer, as we all know, has uh, made the mouse and keyboard controls for Xbox. So And they've got an actual mouse and keyboard coming out that's built for Xbox. Uh, they put out this thing this week that said PUBG, Sea of Thieves, Gears of War 5, The Sims 4, Warframe, and Gears Tactics uh, are all going to have mouse and keyboards controls. Gears Tactics was originally announced as only a PC game, not for Xbox, which I thought was nuts. But, so those games are supposedly getting mouse and keyboard controls. PUBG denied it. They said, no, it's absolutely not happening. That's kind of bizarre. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me because Blue Hole has no idea what they're doing. I've yeah. got to get my jab at Blue Hole in every episode. <laughs> your, your, your weekly jab. <laughs> yeah. But the rest of these, like... We should make that its own separate segment. <laughs> Bash Blue Hole. <laughs> the weekly jab. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> but um, some of these, like Gears 5... Gears 5 with mouse and keyboard is pretty interesting. That, that'd yeah. be pretty... Uh, is it wrong that the, the game on there that I'm most excited for would be The Sims 4? Yeah, I've never even wrong. played. I've never even played a Sims game, but I, I kind of want to try it. You know... Um, you never played a Sims game? I never played Sims games. I played the original. You, you, know what, you know what echoes in my head? I think it was... I can't remember if it was Andrew Croft or, or if it was... It was at the lunch table. Somebody was telling me about their their Sims games and how they would how they would torture their Sims. Oh, kill them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never forgotten. Once you, I mean, I'm not a Sims fan. I played the first one a lot, but it's kind of like once you played one, you, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, and there, I'm, there's new options and features, but no, actually, the game I'm probably most excited for there is Gears Five. You know, I've never been a Gears fan really, but Gears Five looks different. Looks good. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be one. It's definitely gonna be one of the biggest titles on Xbox in 2019, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, it's it's the big title for fall 2019. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how the uh, mouse and keyboard integrates on Xbox. My favorite thing about this, hopefully if it pans out, is that Gears Tactics is coming to Xbox. Because to me, you do not take an Xbox exclusive franchise and make an entry for just PC. That would drive me nuts. And you know, I'm still mystified by the fact that, like, with the mouse and keyboard support, it'd be so nice if I could just buy an Xbox and have that be my PC. I just wish they would make that happen. See, I got thinking about this because I've been, you know, I've been gaming a lot on PC. I've been traditionally a console gamer for like the last. Why I think the one thing about an Xbox or any console is you don't have other processes running. So I did. I think how much would that hinder the performance of your home console if you had other 
processes like you know whatever yeah windows know. media player playing on know. it and photoshop and well yeah but i don't even really need those i mean all you re- i mean i think of like a college student like a chromebook like, like very all you really need approach. all you really need is like word and by the way i mean microsoft wants to sell their office suite yeah as a subscription well can't i think they already do yeah i don't think you can buy it oh well, yeah i know and i mean what better way than with like you know, here's an Xbox. You know, and, oh, by the way, you know, you can say. Do you remember for, a few years ago they did offer that? It was like yeah. if you buy a certain um, Microsoft laptop or desktop, it was garnered totally towards college students. Yeah. And an office subscription, you got a free Xbox 360. Yeah. It was totally but catered see, right to college the, students. The weird thing to me is that with with the Xbox, it gives Microsoft the opportunity that, that basically Apple has where, like, you know, they get total control over yeah. everything you see, yeah. everything you touch, everything you do yeah. on the Xbox. So, like, you know, on my PC, I don't have to pay for Office. I can go get open whatever, open yeah. suite or whatever it's called. And, you know, I don't have to pay for Office. Yeah. But on the Xbox, it would give them the opportunity too. to say, hey, you know, like, you can only get right. our Office. Right. And so... I don't think I, people would like that. Though. I think a lot of kids though would be like, "Oh, but Chromebooks I, I can do take it. my Xbox to college, have my Xbox, you know, and I can type my papers on it. I can search the yeah. web." I just don't understand. I mean, why. the Xbox One X is an insanely powerful piece of hardware. Yeah, it's very capable, and the next one's going to be even more capable, yeah. especially with the the Ryzen uh, CPU. So I don't understand why won't they give you that function? Like it doesn't need to be a total PC, right? Right. I mean, Microsoft can keep it a walled garden. Yeah, but they can make it. Functionally enough, more that college accessible. kids are gonna be like, "Oh, well, you know, I can get a computer and an Xbox yeah, I don't, for four ninety nine or three ninety nine or MacBook. I can just get an Xbox." Yeah, exactly. So I'm just amazed that Microsoft hasn't thought of this and cashed in on it. We'll see. We'll see what Phil cooks up next. Yeah. All right. So tech time. Razer is getting into the monitor business. They announced this CES this week. They've got a a monitor. It's called the Raptor. This thing's 27 inches, which I think I have like a 24-inch monitor. I can only imagine. Don't you have a 27-inch monitor? I got a 32. They're oh my god! I, Did you see a CES this year? They were they had like 65 inch oh monitor. yeah, yeah. monitor. What would you need at that point? It's not it's a, a monitor. TV. It's a TV. Yeah, yeah. See, it's that's, like a high-end TV. That's what I. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would buy a monitor. Razer monitor. I do like Razer's products. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'd just be more likely to trust. Uh, we I think we both have Omens, company. right? We got. I have an HP. HP yeah. Omen, yeah. I also own stock in HP. Yeah. I used to. I mean, I, I pretty much own stock in every major tech company yeah. at this point. Um, so Metro Exodus is getting its own Xbox bundle. No. Oh. To me, uh, here's my God mode moment of the week. This game's not going to succeed. This is going to be this game's kiss of death because every game. Every third-party game that Microsoft buys the rights to ends up flopping. You got Fallout 76. You got oh, uh, Battlefield 5. The oh, year before- is Fallout 76 on our list here? I don't see it. For what? You didn't hear the news? What news? On Fallout 76? What news? You didn't hear about that room? What room? The oh, developer room? Yes. Well, on here? What, what, just talk about it now. You tell me. Oh, my me. goodness. The, the developer room is There's the best. an NPC it's in the there, absolute right? best news of, of the week. Tell I mean, me, tell me well, about you it. know Fallout 76 is a total to, uh, disaster top yeah. to bottom. Well, there's apparently a developer room with like everything that they are going to release for the game 
in there you or go something. Look at it I don't know how or it use works. it or yeah. test it. Yeah, apparently it's all locked away in there. Yeah. But there's a way to get in there. And there's the game's only NPC also in there. Yeah. Which is also kind of interesting. And uh, and then apparently after, you know, it was discovered and, you know, went around the web, well, uh, Bethesda got really angry that this happened. And they started, like, threatening people that were accessing it that they were going to, you know, delete their accounts or ban them. Yeah, or well, because they're basically exposing future content, which yeah, might, be, but, might cost money. But what was even funnier is, is the letter they send them, they tell them, like, well, first you got to tell us how you got I in got there. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't tell us, then we're going to ban you. And, you know, so it's just kind of funny that, like, I've never seen was a this the, Was this the write me an essay? I kept seeing that meme. You got to write an essay about Oh, I don't, I don't remember if they used that terminology exactly. But, yeah, they, they basically said you must first tell us how you got in there. You know, there used to be, and I don't know if it was ever panned out to be true or not. There was rumors uh, in World of Warcraft. There's all if you had a problem, you'd contact like it was called like a game master. Yeah, and they would you know technical issues, item issues, they'd fix it. Right. There was a rumor that somewhere out there, there's a GM island, and that there's all this stuff on there that only they could mess around with and yeah. see. And I don't know if anybody ever found it, but <clears throat> similar situation. Do? What would you do in their position, um, having had that happen? They shouldn't have put it in the game. It's their own fault. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. But you know, since it did happen, what would you do then? See, like, I think to myself... Rush it out the door, I guess, as soon as you could. Yeah, my my opinion is I should sure just own it and lean into it and be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, congratulations, you know. Now we're <laughs> I mean, ready to announce know. that all this stuff's coming to the game. and Yeah, because the game was already such a disaster yeah. that this could have been, like, sort of... Exciting? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's weird. It's funny. Yeah. It, it creates sort of an intrigue. Like, once I heard about that, I was you, like... They I could have like, even congratulated. would be like, great job. You yeah, found the next well, expansion. Or at least just played it cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we meant to do that. But, <laughs> you well, know, the there, game was... That's... That's, uh... There was another... This was the original Destiny story that I had on here before this bomb dropped. Yeah. Is that, uh... Sometimes Bungie does this stuff where they'll put something in the game where, um content doesn't unlock until the community does x or y or z yeah and they put in this super uh crazy puzzle that people had to like so one person had to figure it out to unlock it for everybody and so it was super complicated so there's all these streamers racing to try to figure out this puzzle and it was going on for like 10 it went on for like 24 hours nobody could solve this thing super complicated and all of a sudden, Bungie just unlocked it. And they said, well, nobody solved it, so we're just going to unlock it for everybody. They forgot to put in one of the clues so nobody could oh. solve the damn puzzle. <laughs> but they didn't say that. It came out later that, well, we forgot. To, oh. or, or maybe they tried and it's sort of a glitch or something. Up. But, you know, I mean, when I heard about The Room, my first reaction was, you know, that's, that's so cool that I actually want to play this game just to, no, just to see don't. this for myself. No, you don't. But then once, YouTube once, once they sent a, started sending out those letters saying, hey, we're going to ban you if, unless you tell us how you got in there. That was just on a really weird path lately. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just figured there's got to be a better way they could have handled that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for best, sure. the best being not to put it in there in the first place. Yeah, they so should, it should be on a private internal server how did that at happen? their headquarters. I don't even understand how that could happen. Who knows? But so the Metro Exodus Xbox bundle is, is coming. It's an Xbox One X bundle. If you don't have an Xbox One X yet, you've been thinking about getting one, well, maybe there's a chance to get it and get Metro for free. Uh, the next tech time piece of news, 
So envy, this is the streamer in me. If there's anybody out there who streams out there, this is interesting. A lot of streamers use two PCs. So you have one for your gaming and one for your streaming, and they're connected. And it's super complicated. Well, NVIDIA is rolling out a collaboration with OBS uh, for their new cards. So the 2060, 2070, 2080, and then all the others going forward that has a different way of encoding video built into the card. Yeah. So it replicates t two PC setups, but with one card. So that's actually pretty awesome. I'm thinking about getting one of these cards now yeah. because... As someone who doesn't stream, that meant absolutely nothing to me. But it, it saves you from needing two yeah, PCs. I get the gist. I get the gist. But and um, you don't need two PCs to stream, but, yeah. but it definitely helps. Way, yeah. Oh yeah, quality wise, it's yeah. way better. There's a lot of streaming. There's there's a lot of technical things that like you constantly have. You th just when you think you got everything, well, you have this back, and you're you're dropping frames, and then your audio is not like there's all these constant. It, it really is a production. Yeah. So, I thought this was cool because NVIDIA is obviously looking at streamers and saying, well, we want we want streamers to be using NVIDIA cards. We don't want them using AMD cards. They're targeting streamers. We want you guys on NVIDIA to advertise our products. I'm sure Dr. Disrespect is excited. He uses a 1070, I think. Does he? Yeah, I think so. Um... Dr. Disrespect signed with a TV and movie deal this week. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows what I, I it's about yet. Nobody knows what it's about yet. I can't believe how big these streamers and stuff are getting. It's insane. It, it really is. It really is crazy. Ninja made $10 million in 2018. Yeah. That's a, that's more than you know, professional you know athletes. That meme? You know that meme about the we're too late to travel <laughs> yeah. the seas and yeah. too early to search the stars? Well, apparently not only can we have dank memes, but we can also... We're just in time for streaming. Just to play, just just in time to get make money by streaming. playing video games. Yeah, what a time to be alive! All right, time for some God mode moments. Our favorite segment. So rumors. This first one's just for you. You tell me. Make your bold prediction here. <laughs> Michael Pachter says that the twenty nine. We all know it's heavily rumored that there's yeah. gonna be a new Switch hardware yeah. released this year. Michael Pachter says that this version is portable only. You want to... Well, yeah, but I can make my Switch portable only at any time, too. I can just throw the dock in the trash. <laughs> hey, it's portable only now. <laughs> is that what you want to do with it? No, but... I mean, like, I keep How much this, money would they save? That's it's, the question. It was just funny to me that, like, I saw this being discussed, like, at length on, like, Reset Era and stuff, and I was just thinking to myself the entire time, like, you can make yours portable only at any time, too. You just well, get rid of the dock. Well, do you think they could... I think the question is, can they release a portable-only version for $199? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. I mean, so it's... I mean, this is going to be huge. Or two, four, how much you does know, it cost? You know, we were all imagining... We all had dreams in our head of like a... a 4K? A, yeah, like a deluxe version. And I said, no, no way. And you said, oh, it's coming, it's and coming. And instead, we're going to get saddled with the 2DS a version. A stripped-down version. Yeah. You, you said, go back. That was your God mode moment. Oh, it's absolutely coming. It's absolutely coming. Something They're going to upgrade the hardware. Something was coming. I mean, it's going to happen. But do you think he's right? Do you think that's what the revision is? I mean... Because Pactor's wrong all the time. Why not? He gets like 70% of his... Why not? Wrong. Why don't Why don't they just sell the current Switch with Without no dock? dock? You know, just make... I mean, I don't even know. Can you plug it in directly to your Switch? I, I have never even tried, so I don't even know if you can. But I don't know. How, you you're, you know a lot more about it. Yeah, I assume I you can't. But um, 
Could would you then? I wonder if they'll sell that and then allow you to buy a dock separately if you want. Yeah, that's what I was figuring is they could just take the dock away because or dock, do, or they, do they just totally $80. remove the technology to dock and yeah, they make it that. even cheaper. They could do that. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are wondering why they didn't just have like a mirroring situation like Apple has uh, with their phones and Google has and basically everybody has, like where you just plug in a little dongle into your TV and then. <laughs> And then you can mirror what whatever's term. happening on... I mean, obviously the graphics wouldn't be as good in that situation, but um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Give me a percentage. What do you think the chances are he's right? Probably pretty good. I mean, there's going to be a you new gotta switch. you got to give me a number. Not pretty good. You there, gotta give there's going to be a new switch one way or the other. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. But it's, it's Pactor, so I'm going to say the, the percentage that he's right is probably 10% because it's Pactor. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with... I feel like this is right, but I don't want to say yeah, that it is. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm going to go with... I know. This is a tough pill for me 54%. As well. <laughs> 54. Not 55. All right, this next one, I don't really... We don't. <laughs> it's not official, so we put it under rumors. Uh, a, a known Mortal Kombat oh, leaker says God. that Ronda Rousey's voicing Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat 11. Why? I don't even... There's not more to Why say about this? it, but it's not official, so... What, what character is Mike Tyson in the voice? <laughs> What was it? Was it Kango? Was that? Wasn't that a? <laughs> what? Is, is it? There's a a character that's like a big muscular. Luke Kang. No, no, no. Uh, Django. The Django. Doesn't he have like a like a half robotic face? Oh, uh, yeah. What was his name? King King. I don't know. Isn't he like built like Mike Tyson, like a really big? Well, I mean, the guy that Kano. Always... Is that his name? Kano. Yeah. K A. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Or a different fighting franchise. Why? Did, did Mike Tyson voice him? No, I'm saying he could. Oh. <laughs> you said, who's Mike Tyson voicing? Well, so. why, don't, why does he voice Jax? You know, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. The, the yeah. guy with the bionic arms? Yeah, Jax. Would you uh, really want Mike Tyson to voice a character? That'd be great. I'd buy it. Though? I'd buy it. <laughs> uh, by the way, I forgot to put this on the list. World of Warcraft now has an NPC who walks around a Stormwind, I believe, named Stanley. Who looks exactly like Stanley? It's an homage to, to Stanley. <laughs> it's just cool. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's a it's nice like touch. this older guy. In that's the, a nice touch. Just walks around. So Warner Brothers Montreal, we've talked a few times about what they're working on. We pretty much know they were working on a canceled Suicide Squad game. They have two two teams, and the other team is working on that Damian Wayne Batman game, which also got canned, according to <laughs> Jason Schreier. What a bizarre thing to make a game of. Yeah, that's a weird choice. Yeah, like, oh yeah, this will be... But the rumor is, now, the new rumor, because this is the same studio that a few weeks ago was rumored to be working on a Court of Owls game. One of their employees posted a, a selfie online, a random selfie, with a Batman Beyond logo behind him. Yeah. And the logo was a, not the old logo. It was a new Batman yeah. Beyond logo. So this has incited rumors that their game is actually a Batman Beyond game. <laughs> Would that excite why don't, you? Why don't we? Why don't we put all of these rumors on a, on a dartboard and just, we'll just throw, throw it? A dart we should do that every and, week. That's a good whatever, idea. Whatever put one over there. That's what WB Montreal is working on. Well, well the same thing own. with Rocksteady. It's like, well, it's Superman. Well, yeah. no, now it's uh, Justice League. We'll make our own. Well, now it's another rumors. Batman. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's a Wonder Woman game. Legion of Superheroes, please. Yeah, there you go. let's Legion. Of... Um, 
Now it's Teen Titans. But no, I would be I'd be extremely excited for. I figured you would be Beyond Game because that was like my childhood growing up. And see, I I can see this because if they did that Damian Wayne Batman game, yeah, wow, weird one. Well, I feel like they could probably reuse many of the assets because it was probably kind of futuristic. Yeah. Do you remember that old? Damian Wayne comic where yeah, it was where like, he's he like, was Batman yeah and he was walking around in like a, a trench coat or something and he was like I don't remember that part. I don't know he had he had some weird Batman costume it wasn't like the normal Batman that's a different one that I'm thinking of uh, yeah, there's, there's probably multiple versions yeah yeah maybe we're this one was pretty far in the future yeah and so I could just see them taking that version of Gotham that they did for that game and kind of just converting it into Batman Beyond Gotham. I don't. How far in the future was Batman Beyond? Not that far, right? Because no, Bruce Wayne was an old man. Bruce Wayne right? is still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they sort of make it seem like it's farther in the future yeah, than, like than it could possibly actually flying be. Flying cars. Yeah, there's stuff. flying cars. And, is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's flying cars and uh, nobody uses cash. But, but like look, look at look at the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's technically set like right now, and they've got all these crazy Stark tech and Wakanda yeah and yeah you you can nobody can I just can't imagine what you would do for a Batman Beyond game though because Batman Beyond is I mean if you're gonna make a Batman Beyond game you might as well make a Superman game because it's about one the same they have like is almost, he invincible I mean he's got super strength and all that does so, he yeah I, don't, I, mean, I suit, never watched it the suit like gave I him, never watched the it. suit gave him more powers than Superman yeah I mean he can go invisible I never so, watched it so you know, I know just, some, a ton of people hold it as like literally the greatest Batman story oh, ever, though. Yeah, I love it. I never watched it. I mean, it's not as good as the original Batman, obviously, but it's it's up there. I know a lot of people love it, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll get that dart dartboard out next week, and we'll, yeah. we should just start reporting rumors. <laughs> oh, they're now they're making a Green Lantern game. Now they're making. Well, let an me Aqu- get back to you. What, When's the what Aquaman? My pre- what my? Well, yeah, that's gonna that, happen I'll, now. Let me tell you, Aquaman the way the game. suits at WB operate, yeah. there I guarantee you there's a there's a Wonder Woman and Aquaman team-up video game <laughs> headed your way soon. All right, let's switch to market mode. So the CEO of Nintendo this week came out and said that Nintendo may have to move away from releasing video game consoles. What a weird time to be saying this. Yeah. Because five years ago, I'd have been like, oh yeah, yeah makes total Nintendo sense. Yeah, as a Nintendo stockholder... Um, yeah, what a weird time to be saying that. You're like, you're basically... Freaking people out. Well, they're basically... I, I mean, they're not past Sony. But they're, by all all margins, probably the top dog right now. Yeah. They're running away with success. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, five years ago, I'd have been like, okay, yep, he's right. And then now, why are you saying this? Yeah. I, I mean, it's probably true. That's why he's probably saying it, but... Well, right. You know, I mean, still to voice it, because you're gonna yes. you're gonna freak a lot of people out. You have to operate that. as a business with like flexibility and variety in mind. Like that's good. They know they have to diversify their business and release mobile games, and you know that that's all well and good. But the way he said it, it's just like, yeah, I think it freaks people out. Yeah. Like, and here we are. I think it relates a lot to the next news story that we're about to touch yeah. on. And then yeah. we've already touched on a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me. So let's just move on to the next one. So Amazon is officially working on a game streaming service to debut in 2020. Like two days later, it came out that Verizon's doing the same thing. So let's, uh, keeping track, we now have Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Sony, Verizon... Um, Nintendo saying that they're going to stop making consoles, so I, I guess Nintendo. 
Um, I would prefer Nintendo just went. I can't remember. Party. Did Apple? Did Apple? Yeah, I mean, it seems inevitable if they're not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they've announced it yet, but just give it another week. They'll be. I'm still not convinced that streaming is like. I know it'll be an option. Yeah. I don't think it's going to take over. Did Nvidia say? They were gonna I don't do think one? so. Uh, somebody else. I feel like I they're, not there big, was they're not. They're not. They're not big enough as a company there, to I mean, pull I, it off. There was one more big company that was like, "Oh yeah, we're Is gonna that do." Mad whatever studios we said last week that announced that random console, no, Mad maybe. Box Studios yeah. or whatever yeah. the heck their name was. I, I'm just. I'm not convinced. I think it's gonna be out there as an option. I think there'll be people who do it. I just don't think that this is like. The second coming, and this is going to take over everything. Yeah, I, I don't think it will. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Especially because I would they, never trust Verizon. Obviously, to be there's, delivering my there's games a lot of the smartest people in the room that think it will. Oh yeah, because uh, seeing all these big companies, yeah. like you know, making a mad dash for it. Yeah, they must think it's a big business. Oh yeah, waiting to happen. So. Well, it's a market. I mean. I, I can't sell you a $500 or a $1,000 piece of hardware, but I can sell you something, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing, though. 50 the, bucks. The the number and the variety of tech companies that are coming out of the woodwork to try, yeah. and, to try and make this happen. I mean, usually never see these companies all competing in the same field. And here we are. For some reason, video games is the one where they're going to all come to the table and try and yeah. claim supremacy. It's very bizarre, actually. Yeah. So, your buddy, Jeff Bezos, is getting a divorce. Uh, so, the divorce Good may friend make... Good show. What? Good friend of the show, Jeff Bezos. I wish you were the friend of the yeah. show. Uh, Mrs. Bezos, through the divorce, may become the fifth richest person in the world. Uh, you buried the lead on that one. The, she'll also be the richest woman in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not much to say about that. I was just like, when I heard that, I was like... You, know, you hear all these people talking about twenty million dollar divorce. Oh my yeah. god, this is a hundred and thirty seven yeah. billion dollar you know, divorce. And this will be really intriguing to me to see how this operates. And I never really thought about it before. And you know, this this probably happens quite a bit, just not on this scale. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, legally, you know, when a man and woman are married without a prenup, they're entitled Half to fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, fifty percent of, you know. Each other's, yeah, total possessions, Steak, yeah, and uh, so she's technically entitled to half of Amazon, yeah, yeah, which is well ex- half of his shares of Amazon, yeah, because he doesn't own the whole thing. Well, yeah, half of his shares, which yeah, but he's you know half of his operation of the company, basically, yeah, yeah. well, half of whatever he has of Amazon. And you know, I've actually heard, and I know nothing about that. I know that's bizarre. I know nothing, but I've heard that she was. Obviously, she's not in the forefront like he is, but I've heard that she actually had a quite significant role in their rise to prominence. That yeah. she did a lot behind the scenes, and yeah. I don't know what's true and what's not. But and so, not just Amazon, but he also has Blue Origin, yeah, which is a rocket company. That so. that's that that becomes a question. Yeah, you know, is, is she going to want to like continue to be involved in Amazon, or so, is she just going to be like, no, I'll take my yeah, money and go? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Well, but that's the thing is like half of his money doesn't really even exist it's, it's, yeah it's in these companies right it's, it's right the stock that right. he owns in these companies so i'm curious to see how this will end up working out will she just say you know give me cash yeah you know and you can pay going into the future yeah 
because uh, I don't want this stuff. Yeah, I don't want to do with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I imagine that's probably something like what's going to happen. You know, maybe she'll take some of the houses that they own, the yachts. But $137 billion worth? Like, not know. that much. I don't know what's going to happen. Think yeah. about how much money that is. Yeah. You cannot have that much, and that's why it's all in companies. What's the biggest house you could build? Yeah. Really? Well, you 50 know, million, once you start million, to get rich, 137 billion, you can't have that many possessions. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, obviously, how many cars? Obviously, I'm not rich, but I was thinking about how when you are rich, how your freedom is actually so limited. Oh, yeah. Like, because what, what you can do with your money is actually extremely <laughs> limited. There's a logical point where you can't push past what you're, yeah. like you said, I mean, it's kind of ironic. What's the was, biggest house like, that you could build? When I read this you know? story, my first thought was, well, what would I do with all that money? And why would you want a house And I would just big? give most of the money away to other people. What are you going to do? Like, I would, wanna, Not through charity. Like I would want to give it to people yeah. face to face. I, but, I mean, and then I realized that you legally can't do that. There are a lot of things. Like, I think about it. Like, oh, yeah, I'd really like to start a land center. Well, that's half a million at most. A really crazy yeah. one would cost half a million. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you do with 137 billion? Yeah. You know, like it's really a disgusting amount. Of money. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I guess I'll sponsor a NASCAR. And like car I say, because... I realize most of it isn't real, and it's it's tied into the company, and it's sort of paradoxical. Because well, that's the thing. If like, you ever tried to reach that money, all these it would drop like a rock. You, you, you always see it on the front of the Inquirer. You know, you, like oh, 20 million dollar divorce, 50 million dollar divorce. This is 137 billion. <laughs> yeah, it's not unreal. even close. Unreal. Anyway, Godspeed Stories. There's a second Devil May Cry 5 demo coming out on Xbox and PS4 on February 4th. So, Capcom's got more demos coming out. Dragon's Dogma, which is not what I want to call this game every time I see the name. <laughs> uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen's coming to Switch in April. It's going to be 30 bucks. Here's one that I took as a very positive sign, and maybe this warrants more than Godspeed discussion. Frank O'Connor, the basically it's weird to think of him as the boss of 343, but he is. Yeah. Says he's extremely happy with Halo Infinite's multiplayer right now in his current state. That's exciting to hear, ain't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean who knows how long what do you have think, to polish it up. Even. I got thinking about this. Like, what is the multiplayer going to look like for yeah. Halo Infinite? Well, if it's like a Destiny kind of game. But Destiny has a traditional Halo style multiplayer too it's well, just that's probably what it is yeah but but do you think because there's all sorts of stuff you know like Halo 5 had aimed down sights on every weapon and like a lot of people really hated that do you think they'll go back to the shoot from the hip style do you think do you think they'll take up Spartan abilities again do you think they'll go back to a more what are they gonna do yeah it'll be real interesting to see what they do with all that because I don't know. It would seem a little strange to take the step back. What did you think of Halo Five as far as the movement? And my, my, I actually really like my the favorite. The only thing I remember of Halo Five multiplayer is honestly Breakout, which I thought was great. Yeah. The rest of it, I thought was totally forgettable. I have no, yeah. almost no recollection. Yeah, I thought Breakout was great too. But what did you think of the movement as and the the aiming as far as it, you know, uh, aim down sights and all that other. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was as intuitive as, or as mixed feelings. I thought it felt good to use. Uh, I hated how 
animations at a distance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're yeah. at like 10 frames a so second. I, they fixed that with the they? text update, right? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I think they did. Um, but I thought it was fine. I just, I think I'd still rather go back to like the classic Halo gameplay though. Yeah, really? Like Halo 2? Well, I mean, you can play. Halo I would 2, prefer so. not to do dual wielding again. Yeah. I, I don't, I I think they've done away with that since three, and I, yeah. I don't want to go back to that. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't mind going back to do really. I just hope they get they fix the uh, the noob combo. Is that still a thing in five? I, I don't remember. I think I, they, thought I, I think they took it out, or it wasn't as effective. Or what, am I thinking of the? Uh, <laughs> I MCC. forgot about that. The noob combo. The noob combo. Yeah, there was a lot in five that I didn't really care for. I think you're right. Breakout really was the highlight for, for me. me. It was for sure. I thought it was. Great. I mean, when I think of the the multiplayer, the only thing I really would want to go back to is Breakout. Yeah, and but, I keep finding myself in those situations, like with the new Call of Duty, Black Ops Four. I really like this mode called Heist, yeah. which is set up almost like Counter Strike, basically, but in Counter yeah. Call of Duty style. I don't really want to play the standard what it's known for. Yeah. I want to play like. Well, I'll tell you one thing I definitely want to see go is the um, the hovering and the ground pound. I hated that. I, I hated that, that so yeah. much. Yeah. Take that out. But I don't know. I like the ledge grabs. I, I got to say. That, that didn't bother that me. That was really, that just seems so natural. Yeah. Um, but everything else, yeah, I think maybe I wouldn't be okay going back to like Halo 2. I'm sort of undecided on. Yeah. You know, like I don't even need running. Sprinting, that's actually really controversial. Yeah. But sprinting doesn't I'm, I'm on me. the fence. Like, yeah, you can you could sell me either way. Yeah, I, I, that's not a make or break for me. But I think ledge grabs is the only new thing that I'd be like, okay, well, let's keep that. Because I, I do like it. I, I, I think I... I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll was, find out. It was annoying. I think it's good. It was, wasn't it annoying, though, when you're trying to jump up somewhere and, like, you, you missed the jump, yeah. but then you'd have to jump again? You have to try to, like, like crouch jump, like, with the ra- ledge raise grab, your legs up. Yeah, with, with grabbing the ledge, you know, it was always just so, like, okay, I'm going to get it the first try. I think it is a good sign, though, that Frankie feels so confident in it at this stage of development that he's willing to say, I'm really happy with it already. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a very good sign. Yeah, and they have so much time to yeah. get it even better. That's insane. So there's Fantastic Four comment, content coming to Spider-Man PS4. I don't even know what to say about that. That's a franchise I wish they would just stick in a hole and bury. Boy, they must be uh, moving quick to uh, make that Fantastic Four movie at, at Marvel. <laughs> They've tried a hundred times and yeah, failed. Well, yeah, but not not Marvel. They so. tried like two years ago. Not, yeah, but that was Remember? Fox. <laughs> That's Fox. And Fox is Jesus. dead. The franchise is just crap. That's why it's not a franchise that's Yeah, good. you know, I got to be honest. I think it would be a franchise that would be better served being like, you know, a in TV the Avengers movies. Like, oh, you know, we got to go talk to Dr. Don't Reed put Richards. It in, yeah, yeah, right, right. You know, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, don't give them their own movie. No. But, hey, I mean, they made Ant-Man stick. They made... Uh, well, the thing with Ant-Man, though, is we hadn't seen it already. Yeah. Ant-Man was new to most people. Whereas yeah. Fantastic Four, they've told that origin story now, like, what, three or four times? Yeah. And it's like, well, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, I think if they do make, and they probably will, a Fantastic Four movie, it'll be more like Spider-Man Homecoming where, like... Maybe. They'll be like, you know, you know the origin story. We're not going to dwell on it. Yeah, and it's not going to connect. Sense. And Yeah. So Monster Hunter World's getting a Witcher crossover event. So Geralt is actually coming oh, to Monster yeah. Hunter World. And that actually makes a lot of sense because by trade... Did you ever buy Monster Hunter World? No. No. Well... 
Um, but the crossover makes sense. Every time I see it sitting on my desk, I think I should sell this. <laughs> I should sell this because I'm never going to play it again. I've been playing that Monster Hunter. I was actually this close Dauntless. to popping it in just to try it this week because you know I'd, do the Witcher. Yeah, crossover. I was just curious to see. see what it's this new. is what bothered me when I got when I saw Witcher three. One of the things I really liked about Witcher two was like the monster, like the monster characters and the monster hunts. Yeah, the Witcher three was like that was like barely there. That element was like barely part of the story. I yeah. wanted more like monster hunter style like let's go fight this huge freaking creative crazy monster thing yeah. instead you're just like I don't know there's just so much bloat in Witcher 3 yeah. which I really didn't enjoy you know what that reminds me of is um, Batman Arkham Knight because I love Batman Arkham Knight but there the, there's no actual boss battles yeah did you ever notice that about the game I played it for like three hours and never played it again there was no boss battles and that like I couldn't believe it. Like I, I just like after about like the third boss yeah. battle, which wasn't a boss battle. It, it I hit must me have that. got to like the first or second boss because I remember fighting like some type of jet, like yeah. a flying vehicle. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's sort of like how every boss battle goes. You don't actually fight any bosses. Yeah. You just because I think the Arkham Knight was supposedly flying the jet. Yeah, you, you just sort of like do these almost like mini games yeah. instead of fighting a boss. Yeah. And I, well, I, think they, I was just blown away that they would do that. I think they the focused first. too much on like the Batmobile combat and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it, it really broke my heart. Definitely the uh, the worst part of that game. Because I heard the story was really good in that one. Yeah, I just couldn't believe that. They, yeah, and that's the thing. is like the rest of the game is so perfect. And then they got rid of one of the best parts, which for me is boss battles. I love boss battles. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this one now. Red Dead Online added a 32-player true battle royale so you just like any other battle royale you you know you run in you try to find weapons and you try to kill each other and be the last man standing i fired this up today to play this because i'm a huge battle royale fan yeah i literally uninstalled the game when i got done playing it <laughs> i played it for half an hour and i'm gonna go on record and say this this game is the clunkiest game released in the past decade yeah. red yeah. dead the controls are inexcusable. You know, I've seen multiple There's times. There's no reason for this. It is so freaking... This is not how games in 20... Like, the game looks remarkable. It yeah. looks insane yeah. graphically. Like, I was playing it and I'm like, this is a video game. Like, this looks so good. And then you're like trying to control your guy and you're like... <laughs> and then you're like falling down and like your yeah. arms are waving and like... And like people are shooting at, like... The controls are so. I feel like that's bad. just a that's just a Rockstar game in general, though. But like ten years ago, it was okay. Yeah, it was excusable. Yeah. No. Like I literally uninstalled the game. Yeah. I was like, I can't take this. This is so bad. I see more and more people saying, you know, like posting things online saying, "Let's be honest." This uh, game's not Red, a 10. Red Dead. Yeah, our you know Red Dead Redemption Two is really a four out of ten. Or yeah. It, let's it's be not, honest. It's really a bad game. And it's not a bad game. It's just like... Not perfect. The, the production value, the story, the graphics are some of the best gaming's yeah. ever seen. The gameplay is a decade behind. It's not even close. It is not a fun-to-play game. Well, you, you this was the last because, straw for me. Well, do you think that's because they take so long in developing it that it's impossible for them to keep up? 
I mean, in a way, it's nice. Because there are already three it's years sort, in. Yeah, it's sort of like a double-edged sword. You know, like the way that they ensure quality also sort of destroys them because, you know, it takes so long to get the game out that by the well, time they, they get out, it's already Well, they need seven years making new gameplay systems is what they need to do. Yeah. I mean, they could use the same graphical engine for the next ten years. Yeah. Uh, I, I but was, they won't. I was so frustrated. I mean, like... There's this one, there's this guy sitting there, like, I got a shotgun. There's this guy just sitting completely still on the stairwell. I shoot the guy. He stands up and runs away. He's, like, standing in plain sight. I can see the guy. I'm coming in there with my shotgun, like, very, like, the movement is so freaking cumbersome. (laughs) I'm coming in there, and I literally get Uh near him, and he just stabs me and kills me. One, One shot. I'm like, this is so freaking stupid. And... Like I'm, sh- there's this guy. I'm coming up behind him. He's in a like a shootout with some other guy with a rifle. He's got like a sliver of health. So I shoot at the guy. His hat goes flying off. Someone's guy hit his hat. He's I shoot him in the back. He doesn't die. He spins around with a revolver and instantly shoots me in the head. And I'm just like, like the game's mechanics are so bad. <laughs> like and it's it's not that I, I mean I'll admit I'm not good at it, but yeah. like. I just when I play this game, I'm like, I can't believe that reviewers gave this game the pass that they did. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. You know, it's like I was saying last week. I'd rather watch before. a Red Dead movie made with this video game engine yeah. than actually play it. Yeah, as like I was saying before, you know, if, as long as you have good graphics, you're you're halfway there, maybe even more than halfway. In this game's case, certainly, because good graphics just seem to mask all other, you know, things that ail the game. Um, I lost my train of thought. I had one more one more thought uh, on what you just said there. Oh, somebody posted a um, thing on Reset Era that said, uh, "Let's be honest, single player single single player games are no longer primarily focused on gameplay," which I thought was kind really, of true. Yeah, and I'm kind of sensing the same thing. Is that well, you know. Gameplay seems to be secondary. David Jaffe just did like a whole podcast about how AAA games have literally come to a screeching halt. Like nobody's innovating. It's the same thing. Like, let's just make it a bigger open world. Let's just make it a bigger open world. There's no like... You know, when the first God of War came out, I'm going to use that for example because that was his game. Like, that was a game that I played it and the action and the gameplay was just so fluid and intense and the story and... Visual, like everything about that game was like that was an innovative game because the combat was just so smooth and like yeah. it, it felt like it had weight, you know. Like that was what what's gonna be that next like gameplay innovation? Yeah, it's hard I, to say. I don't know. I I agree. It feels like every single player game, especially, is either a bigger open world. Yeah, or it's more cinematic than you've yeah. ever seen Which before. Which is great. It's great, and but... it's it's literally one or the other. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's great. And but... then obviously on multiplayer side, every game's a battle royale game now. And so. I, well, and I think that's why multiplayer games have just taken over for yeah. the most part because single player games. I mean, what's out there that's yeah. just getting you excited? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, um, we're in rough shape right now. It's weird. Um, so Ring of Elysium's third map. I wrote second here, but the third map, Europa, comes out this week and the second season starts. Uh, looks pretty sweet. There's a volcano on it that goes off during the match. 
And here's here's a new story you're really gonna love. Black Desert Online is releasing on Xbox One on March first. Matt highly endorses this game. It's his. <laughs> you know, I was so <laughs> if you could see his face was, right now. I was so excited for this game. I'm not gonna lie. I was so excited for this game at one point, just because like graphically it's better than any oh, other yeah. MMO. Any other MMO by by a country mile. But then you play it. And, oh. <laughs> a lot of people love it. Oh, they God. say it has combat like God of War. God, no. So the early access version costs $99.99. $100. The standard version costs $29.99. And here's the here's the kicker. They're adding a Battle Royale mode. What? Black Desert Online is adding a Battle Royale you, uh, mode. Okay, we've jumped the shark. How that will this, work, I, this know, game might, they, I don't They know. might as well rename this game Jump the Shark Online. <laughs> I don't know how it works. You know, this game wants to be everything to everyone. <laughs> All right. Hopefully there's somebody out there that's... Because it's really got quite a few players. By adding that Battle Royale mode, that's that's the that's so Sego <laughs> this week, too. And we don't have one. No, we do have one. It's under Draw Your Own Conclusions. So. Oh, okay. Uh, let's just do it now. Yeah, yeah. So, it's funny, because last week we were talking about a new Alien game that was rumored. So, they announced the new Alien game this week. And it is a sequel to Alien Isolation. And the fact that it stars Amanda Ripley... There's the star of Isolation. It's called Alien Blackout. This game is a mobile game. It is not a console game. It is not a PC game. It is a mobile game. And it's like a stealth slash puzzle game. And last week, if you roll back the tape, I said, in a That's So Sega moment, this game is going to be nothing like what people want. It's going to be something that nobody wants. (laughs) And lo and behold, That's So Sega... Uh. That's what exactly what it is. It's you know, a mobile game. But I'll say this. I, I've heard rumblings online that it's actually a good game. Well, it could be a good mobile game. Yeah. But we'll so, see. So yeah, Fox we'll went see. on to confirm that there's not a true sequel to Alien Isolation in development. There, There is another uh, first-person shooter Alien game being developed, but it's probably going to be yeah. like action. Colonial Marines too. Could be. But it's not like. Do you remember the hype? Isolation. Oh Cold yeah. Marines, oh yeah. Done that. Did you? I own that game. It is not a good game. <laughs> Let's do uh, the funny business right now too. I think this is great. So this guy randomly tweeted Devolver and said he really wanted to buy Shadow Warrior too. So like, if they could put it on sale, that would be great. So they replied like almost instantly. They said, okay, it's on sale for the next hour. They literally put this game on sale for an hour on Steam so this guy could buy it. How incredible is that? There's not another company out there like Devolver. Let's face it, yeah, they got the best They got the best marketing team in in the world. Did you see that, um, who was it, Fortnite? You know who else did something like this? Is um, do you, you don't watch like Rick, or, Rick and Morty, no, do you? No, Well, they had... Their, their creator had a guy who used to ask them constantly when the new season was coming. So they specifically set it up to have the new season be like a surprise. Yeah. Like they didn't announce it to anybody. And then just one day, it was it was, it was they April Fool's. Like on April Fool's, it literally just came on with no announcement before time that it was going to, um, uh, you know, premiere that day. And, of course, the guy asked, 
Because the guy asked, like, literally every single he's, day. They said, here it is. And he said, fine, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's on Twitter. And the, and the creator tweeted back, fine, go look go look on your TV. And, of course, there was <laughs> actually playing on his TV. Like, that's the coolest. Uh, I don't think anything can top that. But this is pretty close. This is uh, the best customer service you could ever ask for, I think. Okay, you want it on sale? Here it is. And it's, this just reminded me that uh, both Fortnite or Epic and Valve got Fs from the Better Business Bureau recently <laughs> that, that they have poor customer service. Yeah, I mean, Devolver, I mean, they really seem to be going to another level. Uh, yeah. I just hope that they have a game that's really breakout. And I don't think they will. Well, they do mostly indies. Yeah, and that's why I don't think they will. But if, I think it works for them. If there's one company I really want to pull for to have like a I think it works. Doing what they do stuff. works. But wouldn't you really like to see them sort of challenge themselves and go, go well, higher? Well, that Scum game was their highest selling game ever. Yeah. I think it sold like a million copies or I'd something. I'd love to see them, you know, just, just get even bigger. Like, I'd, I want to see them be like the <laughs> epic of the game. Because they're so wacky. Oh. And maybe it won't work if they're that big. But Yeah. That's the thing. I think they kind of only appeal God. to a certain type of game. Yeah, I just love how they operate. So what'd you play this week? Uh, Resident Evil 2 and the Game of Life. Game of Life? That sucks. Yeah. As you can see, this is all I've been doing like literally all week. Probably doesn't look like it, but... So I, I played... We already talked about Resident Evil 2. We already talked about how disgusted I was with Red Dead Online's <laughs> Battle Royale. So I, I actually dived in and played some Fortnite this past week. Yeah. And, like, I, I've said it a million times. Like, I can't stand the building. It, for me, it totally ruins the game. Like, and I know it's a skill. I know it really is. I mean, maybe it's because I'm getting old and I don't want to learn new things, you know. But it's just so frustrating when you see somebody, you got them, like, dead to rights. And you're, you're, you shoot them. And then yeah. they just build a freaking castle. And it's like, I don't know. I know it's a skill to be able to build like that. And, you know, it takes muscle memory. But... I wish they would just put a mode in their game where they would not have building. Just like let the map and the gameplay shine for what it is, because it does. It plays very smoothly. Yeah. It's a fun game, but that I played a lot of Black Ops Four on stream. I'm uh, hating the shotguns and Blackout more than ever. Uh, I guess that's all I'll say there. And I also played more Breach. Remember I told you about that game? I really wasn't impressed with by a former Bioware team. Yeah. So, I got to play the other side of it this week. So, it almost works like Left 4 Dead, where there's... So, there's four players playing cooperatively and killing NPCs, but one person's controlling what's called a Veil Demon, and they're kind of orchestrating all the enemy attacks and, and stuff like that. That was a lot more fun than playing the actual, like, heroes, all the other classes. So, I'm kind of... I still don't want to say that the game was like great or anything, but I did enjoy that more, even though I was terrible at it. Yeah, it was a more interesting aspect. You know, as you can see, I got the PlayStation Four down here now, and I was really hoping to have to have completed uh, Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> oh, before geez. before you got here, just so I could tell you I I completed Shadow of the Colossus, but I didn't even get an opportunity to play it today. So hopefully next week, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll finish that. I'll place I'll, a bet on that. Uh, if you want. <laughs> Then I definitely will finish it. <laughs> so. All right, so uh, nerd out off topic time. Only got one thing this week. Tell me if you're surprised by this. Sony has given the green light oh, to the God. Venom sequel. You know, I think I own like every single superhero movie that's been put out. Do you really? I think so. 
Which is really sad to say, honestly. You, you own Venom? No. It's not out yet, is it? I rented it. It is out. Is I rented it? I rented Venom, and I will never own Venom. <laughs> oh, the God. critics tore it apart, but fans uh, ate it up. I know. What a depressing state of the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I this think, movie was It makes terrible. sense because it was one of their highest grossing yeah. films. Well, let me tell you, I am, I am, you know, I am of the age where Venom was the coolest character oh, yeah. I, in Marvel State. I loved stable. Venom. I loved Cable. I loved Deadpool, even though those are, you know. Yeah. Going back to the original Spider-Man movie, way back in 2001 or 2002, whenever it came out, all I hoped for was to see Venom, Venom in a movie. And, of course, then it happened with Spider-Man 3. And now here here it's happened again. But this is even worse than Spider-Man 3. No, impossible. No. Impossible. Is, let me explain to you. I why. wanted to walk out of the theater during Spider-Man well, 3. That was terrible. Did you even walk into the theater? For no. Well, no. yeah. My, okay, my case closed. But, um... <laughs> I've grown wiser with my ticket purchase. <laughs> exactly. And, uh... <laughs> so, Do you remember yeah. that emo... Like there's like a 20 minute emo <laughs> yes. phase that Peter Parker went through, and then he's like dancing and like. I actually, I actually thought about downloading Spider-Man three, and then cutting Don't that, cutting that part of the movie out, and then just keeping the, keeping the rest as my version of Spider-Man three, because then that movie isn't entirely. That bad. was the part I almost walked out. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so embarrassed to be here. Yes. Uh, who, well, you know, the funny thing is, is um. In that movie, uh, Sam Raimi, or Raimi, however you say uh, his yeah. name, he didn't want to use Venom at all. He yeah. was literally forced to use Venom by the by the studio Makes heads. Sense. He and it showed because he literally had no idea totally how in. to do. He cast Topher Grace, cast <laughs> yeah. Topher Grace, which he, he was had no total one, miscast because because he's of a certain age before Venom. Yeah, so he literally knew nothing about Venom. Didn't care. Didn't want to know. But they literally said, no, you must use this character. So Do you that's... think they'll do Venom like versus Carnage for the next Venom yes. movie, though? They, they, think they will? Spoilers. They hint at it? That is the end credit. Okay. As he goes to see uh, uh, Cletus Cassidy. Is that who becomes Carnage? Cletus Cassidy or Cassidy? Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. That's who's Carnage. And it's played by... Um, oh, shit. What's his name? From... Um, oh, my mind just went blank. Guy from True Detective. Not Matthew McConaughey, but the other guy. Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson. What? Woody Harrelson. No. Cletus Cassidy. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Okay, so, okay, wait, wait. Get this visualization. So, you got Woody Harrelson <laughs> with a big red wig. <laughs> like like a big red clown wig, almost. And he's playing, like, an insane, you know, mass murderer. And they have a conversation. It doesn't even make sense why they're having a conversation. Like, because Eddie Brock used to be a reporter, but yeah. he's not a reporter anymore because right. he got fired. Right. So he's not a reporter. Like, so I don't even understand why he's going there to talk to. I, I don't know. It's inexplicable. They just had to throw it in. Yes. For the sequel. Literally, he walks into like an insane asylum and he starts talking to Cleus Cassidy. But there's no reason for him to be doing that. Like, it doesn't even make sense. It's that bad. Why is it Woody Harrelson? I don't know. They need, like, a younger guy. Yes. Well, no. And I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and Woody Harrelson doesn't even have, like, the physique. Right, that's what I all. mean. No. At all for, for the no. character. The character is like, it's a little skinny guy. Carnage was tiny. Yeah, yeah, a little skinny guy. He's like Spider-Man size. Yes. And, and then they go out and get this big guy and just throw him in a wig. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Oh, my God. So that's what you got to look forward to in the sequel. 
Well, I wish him luck. I guess that's all I'll say. Yeah, and let me tell you. I thought the first one from the very first trailer that came out, I said this is going to be terrible. Well, it looked terrible. The first act of the movie isn't entirely bad, but the Tom, second and third half. Tom Hardy is a guy, every movie he's in, I ask myself, why is he talking like that? He talks <laughs> like a... I can't... I understand he's a good actor. I yeah. think in some roles he's good. I don't think he's a leading man. You know what's funny, though, is um, when this movie came out, do you remember... Well, no, just before this movie came out, do you remember how he was talking about the film? Like oh, he, yeah, he said all of his favorite scenes got yes. caught. And, yeah, well, yeah, and you, I mean, it makes sense what he was doing. He was basically, you know, preparing for it to fail. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he saw the movie and he's like, this, well, this is, isn't good. This is trash. Yeah. Like, nobody's Damage like control. This. Yeah, and then it came out and it was a huge hit. So yeah. now, like, now he doesn't need to do that. But, oh, yeah, no, I will never own this movie. And I am so... I'll never watch it. No I'm, I'm terrified, actually, because it's going to get a sequel. And now Sony has leverage to make... double down on that. Sony has leverage to either force this Venom into the regular Marvel Universe or pull Spider-Man out and put him with this stupid Venom. Both of which are total nightmare scenarios (laughs) for me. So now I don't know what the hell to do. Like, I'm just... Yeah. We'll see. This... Sony if you liked it though, it's getting a sequel. So yeah. Oh, True Detective season three starts tonight. By the way. Oh, does it? Can't forget to say okay, that. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Starts tonight. And I've heard pretty mixed things, but mostly on the like cautiously optimistic side. Like not as good as the first season, but drastically improved over the second. So we'll see. Uh, the week to come. These are just two of my games, so I'm putting it. Ring of Elysium and Realm Royale season two start this week. Uh, games releasing this week. You got some decent ones. You got Onimusha Warlords, which is the remaster of, I think, the first Onimusha game. Telltale's The Walking Dead, the final season, episode yeah. three, <laughs> is here. Finally. Uh, Hell Warders, don't know what that is. I don't even know what this is. This is supposed to be Y2K, a post mortem RPG. I kind of want to look better, this up now. Better yick. I kind of want to look this up if it's Y2K. Uh, Ace Combat 7, a series that I had no idea was even still continuing, but must be somebody's playing it. And Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes is coming out to Switch. They're kind of like the things no one asked for. Yeah. But I've actually heard it's decent. Travis Strikes Again? pretty good, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Well, do you remember the original trailer for that? Why didn't they just make a real No More Heroes game? Well, when I saw the original trailer, I was like, oh, this looks so cool. And, like, I thought it was No More Heroes 3. Yeah. I've never played a No More Heroes game. But this looked really cool. I don't so think I have either, but I, I was like, oh, to. this is cool. I want to try it. I like this. a lot of Grasshopper's games. And then I saw the actual gameplay, and I was like, are, yeah. you, are you kidding me? You? you know, one of the... Um, I don't know if he was the producer, or what he was, of Shadows of the Damned. Do you remember that? It yeah. Was, uh, In fact, that just went backwards compatible. Did it? This week on Xbox. Like, the producer was asking, like, would you, would you like a Shadows of the Damned sequel? And I'm like, you know... No pun intended. Damn well, that there's not going to be a sequel to that game. EA published it. Yeah, it was a collaboration between Grasshopper. Or wait, Shadows of the Damned. Is that is that the one with like the Viking guy? No, no, no. Shadows of the Damned was had like a biker, and he shot. He had like a demonic gun that changed, and he called it his big. I can't use the term on podcast. 
there was like all these like sexual innuendos built into the game. It was a, it was a like a Grasshopper and Mikami collaboration before Tango. Okay. Are Maybe you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking up what one backwards compatible. Oh. Might have been the Castlevania game. Oh, what was okay. That? What was the Castlevania one? There's a million Shadows of, them. of the something. There's a million of them. Yeah. But, anyway, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. There's a, I don't know, all the controversies in this episode. We didn't break them down too much. I mean, I did, but... Yeah. I, I don't normally fall for scandals. I normally completely ignore them. Like, I hate, you know... Celebrity drama. I don't care less. I I don't like to get into it. You know, because a lot of it, it, really, it's impossible to know. Well, who cares? Like, I really don't care what's happening in somebody's personal life. Yeah. But, like, this stuff is like industry affecting. Ripple effects. Yeah, they're going to affect us. So, So, that's it for God Unlocked episode 26. I don't don't even know what else to say. I think, uh. Peace. Peace. That's a good one. (laughs)